I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbeck Online Daily News for Monday, May 10th. Coming up, we've got today's COVID-19 case count numbers, a promise from the province for more money for local businesses. And when it comes to education, it's business as usual in the Hanover School Division. These stories and more on the way in moments. First, an update from the arm of Piney, which remains under a local state of emergency. A massive fire over the weekend consumed an estimated 800 to 900 hectares. The fire, located four kilometers from Sandylands and two and a half kilometers from Woodridge, had the arm of Piney Reeve, Wayne Anderson, quite concerned. It's a fairly extensive fire and there will be hot spots that have to be worked on. They'll be working on this for days. We just hope that the wind doesn't come up or change the direction on us. We are within uh, about two to three miles from settlement centres, so uh, we have to watch it very closely. Crews from many fire departments, as well as Manitoba Conservation and Climate, including water bombers and a helicopter, battled the blaze. Additional firefighters from northern Manitoba were arriving Sunday night to help with structural protection and to attack the fire. In an update Sunday afternoon, the arm of Piney stated the fire had not grown significantly in size. Smoke conditions remained thick and are resulting in poor visibility on most roads within the fire area. Travel in the area is not advised. And this update came in this afternoon as the Sandylands wildfire continues to burn out of control. Don Hollett with Manitoba Wildfire Service says crews are making good progress and today's forecast is helping the cause. With the lighter winds today, it is more favorable for uh, crews to continue to make good progress on the fire. One of the things that uh, uh, ground crews are asking people is to... Please avoid the area if possible, just due for safety concerns as we're working with heavy equipment and aircraft. We don't want to see anybody getting hurt. Hollett says an estimated six to 800 hectares of land have already burnt and conservation officers are still trying to determine a cause. According to the Arm of Piney, no structures have been lost in this event. The RM has not evacuated any homes. Approximately 36 provincial firefighters are on site, as well as two water bombers and two helicopters. And then to the Arm of DeSalaberry, they've implemented a Level 2 fire ban. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Effective immediately, all issued burn permits are being revoked and no new permits will be issued until dry conditions improve. The fire ban applies to outdoor fires involving burning of grass, crop residue and bushes. Fires are only allowed in approved receptacles. No open-air fires are permitted. Fires in clothes and backyard pits are allowed but must be supervised at all times. However, ratepayers and residents are reminded to use caution and should not start a backyard fire in the approved pit if the wind speed is in excess of 16 kilometers per hour. Meanwhile, there are also still burn bans in effect for the following municipalities. Labrocri, Rashat, Tache, Stewartburn, Piney, and St. Anne. I'm Shannon Duick. Meanwhile, Manitoba Conservation and Climate have implemented new fire and travel restrictions for all of southern Manitoba. Due to extremely dry conditions and high wildfire danger, restrictions are now in place to all provincial parks south of the 53rd parallel. This includes all eastern region parks. No motorized backcountry travel or camping is permitted. Campfires are prohibited between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. After 8 p.m., campfires are only permitted within provided fire pits. For a full list of these restrictions, check the news story on StanbeckOnline.com. 
And Steinbeck City Council has denied a rezoning request for Christian Gospel Faith Church. CGF is located at 55 Life Sciences Parkway, just north of W.S. Steel. They were seeking to have their property rezoned from light industrial to educational institutional to set up a private school for their congregants. Councillor Michael Spikestra says many years ago the church was given a conditional use permit so they could build an industrial park, but rezoning is a whole different ballgame. It's still in an industrial property. We're simply allowing the church to be there and to operate. But by changing the zoning, that means that forever on out, you will have a section of land zoned educational institutional in the middle of an industrial park. Let's say the school grows. Let's say it changes. Let's say they decide to sell and another school operates there and that would all be permitted. Councillor Susan Penner moved to give the rezoning request first reading so there would be at least a public hearing. However, council voted 5-2 to two to deny the request. And so it's business as usual at schools in the Hanover School Division. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Manitoba's Education Minister announced Sunday that schools within Winnipeg and Brandon will be going to remote learning beginning Wednesday as the result of climbing COVID-19 cases. 20% of new cases are in school-aged children. Cliff Cullen says schools with multiple cases outside of same household cases will be moved proactively to remote learning. Shelley Amos, superintendent of Hanover School Division, says their schools remain open at this point. She notes public health will make the decisions based on individual case counts across cohorts in schools. Meanwhile, students of critical essential workers, such as nurses, will be allowed to go to school if they are in elementary school and cannot find care. Children with disabilities requiring extra care are also allowed to stay in class. Daycares will remain open. Remote learning students are discouraged from attending child care. In-person classroom learning is currently set to resume after May 30th, but there is no guarantee that will happen. Chief Provincial Public Health Officer Dr. Brand Rusin says that will depend on epidemiology. I'm Shannon Duick. And an English literacy program for the Southeast continues to hold classes, but has moved to the online platform. With more, here's reporter Chris Antong. The South Eastman English and Literacy Services used to hold their free classes at the Jacob Library. When the COVID-19 restrictions took effect, classes continued through online video conferencing. Val Zacharias is the program director. She says their program is for those who want to have a higher level of reading and writing. But students can also start from the beginner level. For instructor Amanda Pichet, she says the program is flexible in helping students meet their specific goals by working them into the students' programming. More information about the Learning Center can be found at englishandliteracy.ca. Reporting from Steinbach, I'm Chris Ontong. And now to today's COVID-19 case count numbers. As public health officials have confirmed, there are 502 new cases of the virus in our province. Of those, 48 are in the Southern Health Region. As well, four individuals with COVID-19 have died, including a male in his 40s from the Southern Health Region linked to the B117 variant of concern, and a male in his 80s from the Southern Health Region also linked to the B117 variant of concern. And Manitoba's Premier has announced more support for businesses impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Brian Pallister says they're making a fourth round of payments through the Manitoba Bridge Grant Program. Up to $5,000 will be available per business and organization. We anticipate that there will be more than 12,000 businesses and organizations uh, that have storefronts that will uh, qualify for this support in addition We believe close to 3,000 home-based businesses will also benefit 
uh, from this program. Pallister says this will result in a total amount of approximately $70 million in direct financial support. The province also announced today an additional $2,000 for restaurants to help cover the cost of food waste, employee wages, maintenance or insurance. And Manitoba's infrastructure minister says we will see highway construction in our province this year of historical proportion. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. There are 20 different projects planned for the eastern region. Ron Schuler says one of the major projects will be bringing Highway 59 to our tax standard, which means it can serve as an alternative to Highway 75 during high water events. He notes most of the work along Highway 59 will happen closer to the border. There'll be substantive construction uh, once you're past St. Malo going south. Uh, there is load restriction certainly uh, when we come into spring. I believe it has load restrictions. Even now, it's it's not in the best shape, and it will now be to a national highway standard. It will be RTACT, so national standard highway, all the way from the perimeter highway to the U.S. border. Other projects in our area include intersection improvements at Deacon's Corner and reconstruction along Highway 1 from the Brokenhead River to Highway 11. For the complete list, visit the news story at SteinbeckOnline.com. I'm Shannon Duick. And police have made an arrest following last week's shooting incident in the arm of Hanover. On Wednesday at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Steinbeck RCMP responded to a report of an injured male outside Bethesda Regional Health Centre in Steinbeck. The 31-year-old man was suffering from gunshot wounds and was transported to hospital in Winnipeg with non-life-threatening injuries. According to STARS, the man was flown by air ambulance from Steinbeck to the Health Sciences Centre and was in stable condition. Steinbeck RCMP, along with the General Investigations Section, Major Crime Services and Forensic Identification Section assisted with the investigation. It was determined that the shooting had occurred at a rural residence in the arm of Hanover near Pansy. On Friday, Steinbeck RCMP along with Morris RCMP and the D-Division Emergency Response Team arrested a 28-year-old male at a residence in the arm of Emerson Franklin. Buddy Octoborch has been charged with seven offenses including aggravated assault, discharging a firearm with intent, and possession of a firearm while prohibited. He was remanded into custody. Steinbeck RCMP continued to investigate. And in sports, six players who developed their football skills at the SRSS in Steinbach will be attending the University of Manitoba and play for the Bisons this fall. Those six players include quarterback Sawyer Thiessen, linebackers Peyton Falk and Isaac Dokin, defensive linemen Tyler Buchardin, receivers Eric Adams and Jaden Martins. SRSS Sabres coach Jamie Peters shares how it feels to see these local athletes take their game to the university level. Something to be proud of. I mean, uh, when I started this program back in 2010, um, our philosophy was and still is developing quality young people while playing to win football games. It's exciting to see the the kids that have gone there before and and they can showcase their abilities um, at the next level. So it's exciting. For details on these stories and more, including photos, videos, and the entire conversation with Coach Peters on StopBackOnline.com, I'm Addie Lowen.